Welcome back, everyone, to Shot of Culture, Queer Tales Over Kava and Tequila Sips. I'm Pratiba, and I'm here with... Pilo G. What's up, Pilo? How you doing? I'm doing good. All right. We're going to get into it today. Uh, really kind of hot topic, I guess, for us, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Maybe for everybody else, too. Yeah. Uh, monogamy and polyamory. Queer relationships. What do we think? <laughs> Uh oh, the crickets are out. The crickets are out. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a monogamous relationship person? Are you a polyamorous relationship person? Oh, absolutely. Oh, which one? Oh. (laughs) God, that's such the diplomat. Right. Well, let me not answer that question. I love all. Yeah, I love all. Okay, that's Um, good. You can do that. No, I'm a one to one ratio here. (laughs) Like, barely have time for myself let alone 10 other human beings yeah I can't and do we think this is like a generational thing or do you feel like I think so I think um I don't know I seem to have conversations with like you know younger folks and um that awareness of like your one person can't be everything for you so you find things in different people that make you happy and fulfill those things. But I'm like, aren't those called friends? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're going to get like heat for this one. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I'm not going to like knock what anybody does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is what it is. But I think I, we can know what's best for us yeah. individually and like what functions for yeah. us. I guess it, it's OK. Like, I think I understand like folks that are into like polyamory. Like, yeah. You know, um, I just can't. I think it's time constraints. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know, I love me time. Yeah. And I can't imagine that it's cheap <laughs> to have that many dates with all those people. I don't know. But um, yeah, we're probably getting a lot of crap on this. I'm um, a monogamous person as well. And. I feel very much so in the minority of that. I mean, I think amongst our friend group, maybe like you and I are, you know, on the same wavelength when it comes to this. But in general, I feel like most people all are polyamorous. Yeah. At this point, whether they're in our generation or younger yeah, or, or maybe older, I don't know. Could be. Although we also have friends that have been married for a long time and seem to tap into like, this open nature yes. relationship. And I, I appreciate that. I'm like how you can, you know, stay grounded while still, I don't know, for me it would be like playing with fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's an interesting take on relationships. Uh, definitely generational. I mean, our parents would never absolutely consider that. They would be in the most miserable relationship and refuse to leave because that's not people do right it's interesting because you grow up and dating it you know what you think is dating at like 18 20 years old and some folks go through their their play age yeah right the numbers game right how many cute girls can you like <laughs> go out with entertain the chase yeah so dumb but it you know at the, I think at the moment like i guess it fulfilled what we needed and some of us needed more <laughs> attention or validation yeah my early 20s was like 
hey, I want to be married. It was far from my reach and being gay. Yeah. Obviously, gay marriage wasn't legal. Right. At the time. So it just seemed so far reach. I thought you just had a partner and you lived happily ever after after you bought a house. And I'm not sure I even thought that far ahead. You know what I mean? Like I at the time was not out. I was really questioning a lot of different things. I thought I was straight at that time. Never imagined myself like, you know, people always say like, oh, little girls, they grow up, grow up dreaming about their marriage. Like I'd never had any of those fantasies. Like, In I'd your never, dress. Yeah. Like <laughs> I never had any of those fantasies. Right. Like I just. Princess. No, none yeah. of it. Like I was more like none of it. G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No princess diaries for me. No. So I couldn't even think of it from like a sp- straight perspective. And then when I finally came out, I was like, no, I'm queer. And, you know, like I still at that time, like you said, it wasn't like same sex marriage was a thing. There was no marriage equality. Yeah. So I never thought that marriage was going to be a thing. I didn't even really think about kids. Like I was like, I don't, I don't yeah. really know how this is going to happen. You know, totally. I remember my first job because um, I was very private about my life and people would only assume questions like, oh, are you going to be a registered domestic partner? A DP? Oh, <laughs> like you got to sign a paper that says that <laughs> you're on the hook. My parents, you know, they, they weren't married young and common law was like, wasn't it like seven yeah. years? So yeah. you were on the hook anyway. Right. But that applied to like straight people. So yeah, I don't, I don't know for us, it was just different. Um, but yeah, when my coworkers started talking about uh, domestic partnership, I was like, oh yeah, what does that really entail? Like coworkers that had adopted kids and the importance of that. And so it all kind of made sense. I just didn't, at the time, it just didn't click, click. for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe we were like too young. I think that brings up an interesting point because this generation that are younger, that are coming up, like they, that are polyamorous, like they have such better communication skills. Like they know how to communicate with each partner and they know what to say and tell them and they know how to like balance these relationships. I think for at least myself, I'll say back in my 20s, I was doing the stuff that you were talking about doing, like multiple relationships, multiple people, but I wasn't honest with anybody about what I was doing. Like there was none of of that. Like I wasn't communicating like, oh, I'm going to be with this partner this day and I'm going to be with this partner that day. Like I wasn't doing any of that. And I don't know, obviously it was a gap in my own communication style, but I just thought like you had to keep it on the hush. There was nothing like polyamory like that I knew when yeah. I was in my 20s. I'm sure there's like a secret underworld. Yeah, I'm sure that there we was. just didn't even know about no. it. No, you're talking about is like playa playa, right? Like yeah. that's the culture that yeah. we were a part of and that's what we were doing. But nowadays it's like there's just much more boundaries and communication and the ability to talk and define things identities yeah they're the slas in the tech world yes service level agreements i'm more surprised than anyone that here i am in this very long-term monogamous marriage myself with children like that was not something that i never thought it's awesome you know so i love it and was there like a couple that or not even a celebrity that you looked up to and you were like oh those are like relationship goals right there Hashtag relationship goals. Gosh, what a question. I, I don't think so. I mean, there was a few. Like Ellen and Portia, right? You were like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess I did. Melissa Etheridge, right? <sighs> I did not want to listen to Miss. I mean, I, I didn't I, I, listen to her, but I everybody know, but knew she was. 
you know, I listen to like just Indian Bollywood music. That's what my parents listen to. I think I yeah. said this before. It was like I was such in this like diaspora of Indian culture that like I knew nothing outside of that. <laughs> Someone played like Fleetwood Mac for me. I remember like one of my first jobs and I was like, who is this? Like, I have no idea who Fleetwood Mac is, you know, crazy players only love you. When <laughs> How do you not know Fleetwood? Mac? I didn't know any of it. Like all this stuff was just like so foreign to me. So I can't say that there is like a, a couple. I think what I hold on to in my culture is that you make a marriage work. That's a cultural belief that I have. Throwing the towel in like these days. I feel like divorce is so easy, right? Like people don't talk through things. Um, and that was the thing, yeah, that I could say. Agree that we learn from our parents. It's like, no, we try mm-hmm. from every angle, even if we're miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's different. And we have a special guest. <laughs> we do, we do. We have a special have guest. A, AC, who's running amok around here. He should be in bed by now. Just a little puppy. He's like, hello, can someone put me to bed? Totally. Or put me on the mic, one of the two. <laughs> AC, how do you feel about this? Polyamory, monogamous, what are you, what are you, what are you, where are you I, going here? I'm his first parent. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to kind of hear other people's perspectives. I do think that we're the minority. I think being two monogamous people, like, I feel we're the minority. But I don't, like, for me, it's not necessarily, like, I, I can't juggle the multiple relationships. Like, there's so many things I want to do. And my brain is like very focused on like career and I have children and I want to raise those children and there's things that I want to do with them and be a part of with them. So there's only so many hours in a day and I have to kind of like dedicate it towards like, I want to coach my kids, you know, soccer team. I want to coach his basketball team. I want to coach my daughter's whatever. You know what I mean? Like I wish she was more into sports so I could coach her sports stuff. Yeah. (laughs) This is where you need the princess diaries. I guess. (laughs) I don't want to do that. But (laughs) yes, I want, you know, forcing her. Can't help you there. Yeah. (laughs) Forcing. But there's, you know, that's kind of like where my time goes. It's like work and then my kids and then my dogs. Just because we communicate more and, you know, we're more open, vulnerable, right? Open about our sexuality and. The things that were so taboo to talk about. Yeah. Um, especially for women. A different experience if we interviewed our, our mothers <laughs> on this topic. Oh, gosh. Could you imagine? So we need to bring some people in that are going to talk to us a little bit about their polyamorous relationships. Yeah. Maybe. Experience. Right? Yeah. And maybe we're going to learn something. I, I know we're going to learn something, in fact. We are. Yeah. And we're going to expand our... <laughs> At least for you. I don't think, I think it's too late for me. I'm married, committed, you know, got a partner. I can't really like go back on the vows or whatever now unless they want to do that, which I doubt. (laughs) Lockdown. (laughs) Yeah. Breaking legs. (laughs) But for you, maybe there's going to be like a change of perspective. Uh, I've thought about it. I, I, I can't do it. Just, I don't really see enough time of the day. I mean, God, I feel like I work more than half of the day. So what does that really leave me time with? Like just small time to do things that I want for myself. Um, what I think is great though, is that, you know, at this age, you, you kind of start that list of requirements. Um, I think it stays pretty extensive, but like your tolerance for like BS and yeah, games can't imagine 
going through that with several other individuals. Yeah. So, okay. So you've got an extensive list. It sounds like here What you want to share with us some things on your list here. I, I would say extensive, like you got 20 things. I less than 20 things. <laughs> <laughs> hair on the head. <laughs> no hair anywhere else. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, you know, they just have, they have to be a kind individual. When we're younger, we really think that somebody's supposed to come in and fill this ginormous, like, space. And, yeah, it's not really what it's about. And I've learned that from you guys, right? Like, looking at my friends that are married, it's, like, all the imperfections. Like, yeah. Um, but I think it's just augmenting what we already have. Kindness and honesty. Communicating. Like, that's the hardest thing that I've had to learn is, like, mm. being able to tell somebody, like, that made me feel or I didn't like that. Or I might have been a teeny bit jealous. I'm not a jealous person, yeah. really. But I've had my moments where I'm like, oh, I think I'm perspiring. <laughs> I might be jealous for like a split second there. Oh, Got to have a job. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to take care of anyone. I'd like to be taken care of. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> what a hypocrite. I know. Any sugar out there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but really, like, you know, we, it, I realized coming out of, recent relationships over the last few years that um it's less about looks i mean yeah there's there's got to be some attraction but it's like hey do we share the same values um Mm -hmm. as it relates to like work ethic family uh honesty you know um loyalty totally um those are the things right like money will come and go I don't think it's a lot to ask for. I just think the candidate pool. Look at me. I sound all like I'm <laughs> I'm working here. You're recruiting. I'm recruiting and uh the candidate pool is it's slim pickings out there. So we gotta diversify your pipeline. Oh yeah. The portfolio's <laughs> empty. I don't know how this segued into my life. <laughs> no, but I think you make a great point. I mean, I think, you know, the at least from my own from my own experience, like I still feel like a very whole individual apart from my relationship even though I've been in a relationship for a very long period of time I still feel like I have my hobbies and the things that I like to do and I still see my friends you know outside of um with my partner or whatever like I still feel like I have a very complete individual life and then I have like my relationship it's not this whole thing of like somebody coming in and filling a void or filling a gap or any of that it's just like hey, we complement each other. We share the same values, kind of exactly what you're talking about, right? Like we see eye to eye on some similar things. There's some things that we definitely don't see eye to eye on, but they're not the deal breaker things. Yeah. I agree. All right, we got it solved. We got it all solved. All relationships problems we've got solved here. So, you know, when we take phone calls and stuff like that, we're going to be able to give everyone advice. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I'm the most qualified person. I'm like that. I'm like an assistant coach. I'm not the coach. <laughs> you could be the coach. Well, we're, we're going to see, you know. I mean, we've put, the, we've put the list out there. We'll see what happens. Oh, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with this. Oh, my. We're diversifying the pipeline. That's all we're doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks for being my uh, relationship goals friend. Eventually be with that person that can deal with her stuff and vice versa and 
have each other's backs. So it's a lot of work. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. Like it's a commitment to work and see each other's flaws and get past it and communicate and to never give up. And obviously, you know, there's situations where you can't get past. Um, Thankfully, you know, that hasn't happened. And like I said, like the things that we don't agree on are not our deal breakers, right? The things that we agree on are the kind of deal breakers. So there is really good communication there, but you really have to make a commitment to continuously fall in love with the person you're with every single day because it can't get boring. Is that why people cheat? Oh, now you've really <laughs> opened up a can of shoot. I don't know. I don't know why people cheat. Yeah. I'm not really a cheater. No, me neither. But I can imagine that people get bored. They don't want to have the conversation, right? Yeah. Like they don't want to be honest. Yeah. And they don't want to put it to work. Right. Yeah. And it's easier to kind of make that exit, you know, rather than communicate with the person. But, you know, I feel like for me specifically, like I needed a, I need a very stable relationship to be able to work on everything else that I need to work on in my life, just like mental health and all of my childhood traumas and all of the stuff that has happened. Like I need like that stable relationship to be right. able to like have some and I'm a Taurus you know we like the stability like I like to have like that stable thing there yeah to come home to okay Taurus <laughs> do you like long walks on the beach <laughs> I do I like long walks on the beach I'm a cancer <laughs> you know what do you like even flow ebb and flow got it uh no very cautious hide under the shell mm. um but we love hard and we're very loyal. And we're crybabies. Really? Yeah. Why not? So what's your ideal sign? A one that's nice and not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had some good connections with uh, Burgos. Okay. Yeah. I actually would have been married. If I, if I was in the right mental space, I think, in my 30s, I was in... A very ideal relationship, and um, it was like normal, like, mm. like no, you know, like no lies, like just gelled well. Yeah, um, you know, and they wanted something, they wanted to move further, and it was kind of in a time and place where, like, I was struggling with like, what am I doing with my life, my career, and career's always been number one, which. Yeah. I'm changing that now, right? The things that really matter, like my careers, is always going to be there. But um, yeah, I could have had that, and just timing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Dang, <laughs> I know. Deep. That hurt deep. I'm like, woo. Yeah, my yeah. heart's hurting. But uh, yeah, um, tried the Gemini's. Didn't work for me. Sorry, Gemini. <laughs> Uh, Aquarius. I think we've butted heads. Uh, Taurus. I've had some good Taurus experience. Tauruses are the best. I have to say, like you know, Y'all are we're right. good people. We're loyal. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, a little stubborn, but we're good people. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it's like I said. I've always looked up to like couples, like obviously Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi, and. You've got Wanda and Alex Sykes. 
Robin Roberts, who I love, with her partner, Amber Lane. Do. Let us know what you think. Let us know. Out there, yeah. Polyamory or no polyamory? Or are you a traditional (laughs) (laughs) one-to-one? Let us know. (laughs) A one-to-one ratio. Which one are you? (laughs) Exactly. All right, y'all. See ya.